0: Tonight we're hanging with the boys. Yeah, we're going out. We're getting stupid, feeling proud. We gonna make a lot of noise,
1: turn the music loud. Hands up for them real ones, them good girls and them bailed sluts. Real, and real ones. Them- Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Bill Buds Popcast. I, as always, am one of your hosts, JPC, but I am in no way both of the hosts. There is another host, and that host, uh, J-O-O.
2: Johnny Osef O'Mara.
1: No, no, hold on. (laughs) I. (laughs) You should drop the J, just go with Osef. (laughs) I got confused because I wanted to call you J-O-C, and then I was like, that's A-O-C. That's not who you are.
2: Oh, that sounds cool, though.
1: (sighs) Yeah, (sighs) J-J-O... Yeah, JJO is fine. Let's call you JOC from now on. Uh, so okay. it's JPC and JOC, <laughs> man of the people. Uh, Johnny, how are you doing?
2: I'm great. How are you?
1: Well, I'm all fucked up, but we can't talk about that now because we have a very special guest with us. It's technically our first guest. I don't count Arnie Parrott's episode as a guest I mean, episode. because uh,
2: No, I would never count him.
1: You shouldn't. It, we were required to do it by law. <laughs> okay, we'll introduce you in a second uh, But that is the voice that you just heard The voice that you just heard slamming uh, Arnie Parrot Is none other than uh, from the Campaign Skyjacks podcast uh, Former uh, cast member and castmate of mine uh, From the improv team in Chicago, Devil's Daughter Now wow. in LA and writer with the 2021 CBS Showcase Tyler Davis, Tyler Davis, welcome to Bill Buds Hey, how was that voice you heard a second ago? What's mm-hmm. up? Uh, not too much, how are you doing? I'm doing
0: all right. Uh all things considered, doing healthy. Uh just got tested uh three days ago. And and it came back yesterday negative. So
1: I'm fucking I can't be doing much better. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I mean a negative test is a that's 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 good. That's good news, Mm -hmm. I would say.
2: A a negative test is a positive result. 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 Mm -hmm. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) We you know, you know what's wild that feels like a really ambitious statement. Uh, our alderman sends out a newsletter every week, which is a lot. Chill out. Uh, but in his newsletter, he was like, you know, I just got out of a briefing with whoever, and I'm confident that everyone in Chicago uh, will be able to get the vaccine if they want by early summer. Okay. That's confidence. That's p- pretty extreme, I and
0: think. The you're, Wow. That's a big statement coming from an alderman. Right. Like, I don't feel like I really go to an alderman for any kind of information whatsoever, let alone No, he's basically a glorified crossing guard.
1: Yes, (laughs) exactly. Yeah, I mean, I think the only reason that I would have to go to an alderman is if I needed to, like, grease a palm for, like, a new construction project (laughs) that I was doing or, like... Or a pothole. Yeah, do I have to like just? Where do I like? I just drop the bribe off in his offices. <laughs> our our alderman. I've only had one email from him ever, and it was like he was like, "Hey, this Thanksgiving, remember, if you go home, you kill your family. So stay put." <laughs> but he said it like a very a very nice way. Uh, what what ward are you? Um, I'm Mike. What's his name? Mike Quigley or whatever. Uh, I don't know what the ward number is. Am I 47? <laughs> That sounds right. No, 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 no. That, that's not right. The, the, I'm, uh, that's completely wrong. Um, oh let's see. God. Y'all know I'll, uh, so much the uh,
2: <laughs> Alderman. I'm I'm 48. Martin. Martin? Oh, I'm I'm 48. Uh, Harry Osterman. I used to live in the 49th with uh, like the my <laughs> my parting gift to the 49th was voting
1: for Maria Haddon. Um
2: and that's she won. A, which that's is a good.
1: Great. That's a good parting gift. Um, yeah, I am forty seventh ward. Matt Martin is my alderman. Uh, Who's fu- he's fine. Um, but the I was thinking of our congressperson, which is mm. Mike Quigley.
0: Do you have wards in, in LA? What's your deal? I'm googling that as we speak. So this is something where I I mean I definitely know this one hundred percent because it's very easy to to know. Uh,
1: it, so I can help you out, Paul. Here, Tyler. Kr- so Kr-Kurian, maybe. So. LA LA has like our aldermen are like city council people basically. And LA, which is LA County, which is I think it's the most populous populated county in the uh, in the United States. Yeah, she big. Has city council members, but where we have like fifty nine hundred aldermen, I think they have like seven people or something in LA. So it's their their people are a lot more they wield a lot more power. And yeah, the only reason I know this was because I was very invested in the Nithia Raman campaign um which she won and she unseated uh her incumbent and I just know that like the city council people in LA have like a much bigger um amount of power than the representatives in Chicago. Mm.
2: <sighs> yeah, our aldermen are like you're mayor of like an eight block radius basically. <laughs>
1: Yeah, they're like, yeah, it's they're, they're, it's such a weird system. The Alderman system is such a weird system. I mean, I think maybe technically it makes like sense because it makes local governing more important. But yeah, it, it's confusing. It's certainly confusing. And it's something when you move to Chicago, I was not familiar with it at all. And someone was like, yeah, Alderman. And I was like,
0: uh-huh, a what? See, I was like that. And then I left Chicago seven years later. I never <laughs> really... <laughs>
2: one thing that was cool about the um the 49th ward is i don't think we do this here i've heard nothing about it but every year there was basically like a couple million dollars that the whole ward could like vote on how to use it to improve the ward oh that was a really cool thing
0: what like what did y'all use it on
2: um you like we added some some bench, it was like small stuff, like added benches and beautified park areas, potholes, um, like resurfacing streets and alleys. I,
1: I would like to try, I'd like to attempt to do a segue here, and I think that this is a pretty good one. So I will say, Johnny, speaking of wards that need improvement, I think that the psychiatric ward at Arkham Hospital could use quite a bit of improvement after its latest escape, which brings us to talk about the album that we're here to discuss today. 1989, Prince's Batman, made for the major motion picture, Batman.
2: Uh, Can I try a segue? Yes, please. Yeah, if we're talking about wards that need to be taken care of, why don't we talk about uh, Robin, the boy wonder, young ward of (laughs) Bruce Wayne.
0: (laughs) Okay, can I try a segue? Uh, Yeah, please. (laughs) Um, Hey, y'all listen to Batman by Prince? (laughs) (laughs) Prince made a uh, Batman yes.
1: album. <laughs> we indeed did. Now, uh, Tyler, I, I, we, we, as as it is with the guests of the Build Buds podcast, Johnny and I do not pick the episodes. Uh, we we invite our guests to pick an episode to, or to pick a album that has some significance to them or just an album that they wanted to talk about. And I think when we first invited Tyler on, there was talk of well, I won't say, I won't say it, but there was talk of more of a mainstream recent pop album. And then when Tyler finally did say like, Hey, this is the one that I want to do. You chose (laughs) 1989's Batman (laughs) by Prince. And I got to know, Tyler, what's up? (laughs) What what, what are you going through? (laughs) What's Uh, going on? Like, what, why, what, what was it about this album that, that spoke to you? Um,
0: it was an album by Prince that I had not listened to. Um, I have just kind of been going back and like listening to Prince albums. And uh, that was, it was a project that I was, a project. It was just something that I had (laughs) fallen into like earlier in the, in the lockdowns, the quarantines. And I was like, I was having a lot of fun with it. And then I just kind of fell off as things do during this time. Um, And so then like y'all were uh, uh, chatting with me about like, oh, do the podcast, pick an album. It's like okay, yeah. And I was going to c- come in with uh, Chloe and Haley's uh, ungodly uh, hour that yes. was released, I think, earlier this year. I mm. love that album. I thought it was great. Uh, I was like, I'm going to do that album. And then for whatever reason, uh, got to the point where I was like, oh, I should get back to these guys because y'all are very kind to me. Whereas, like, you gave me like uh, what felt like a month notice of like, Hey, you're going to do, we're going to do this in the beginning of December. We need an album. Like, all right, dope. And then I just like went back into the soup of shit that I was doing. Um, And then I was just like, you know what? I don't want to do that album anymore. What do I want to do? I want to go further back. And then I would start looking at albums in the in the aughts, and I was like, yeah, I want to go further back. And then I was looking at 90s, and I was like, you know what? One more. One more year. Mm-hmm. And and I saw Batman. I was like, this has got to be it. I didn't look at anything else outside of Batman.
1: <laughs> um. So before you got into this, like, Prince kick, were you a Prince fan? Were you more like a casual Prince fan? Or it seems like you were maybe going through his, like, uh, rather impressive catalog, Uh, his discography.
0: Yeah. I would say that leading up to a couple of years ago, I was a more of a casual Prince fan. I had, I, you know, you, 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 you internalize music from just like what's being played around you. And there never really was a moment where growing up a lot of Prince music was being played. Those albums just like weren't in my house. Um, So, I, I, I bought a Prince album. The album that I have the most experience with that is from Prince is thirty one twenty one, which is like oh, yeah. not necessarily like it's not it's not filled with hits. It's not like didn't like make or break anything uh, for him. But I was like, oh, I have this album, and then I also had. Um, love his next one uh how it's i don't remember the title but i know it's like he's in half a shirt and like he's got the earth like kind Wait, of hovering over Ian his half junk. A shirt <laughs> <laughs> very very rarely <laughs> um but i yeah so then like uh i don't know a couple years ago just like i'm just going to uh start listening to like his old stuff pretty much like what what catapulted Prince into the public eye, and mm-hmm. it's just nothing but hits. Um, and then I started watching like live shows of his, and truly just like bought in, and um, just from the sta- from every standpoint aspect, just an impressive musician and creator. And I just really fell in love with it. And fast forward to here we are. I learned he did a Batman album, and I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> I want to talk about that.
1: Sure. What's truly wild is when I was researching this album, I was like, oh, Prince is Batman. Now, I had you heard the Bat Dance song, Tyler? Had you heard that previous to this? Before, no. So that was the only one that I was familiar with, was Bat Dance. And when I was researching this album, I learned that it was his 11th studio album. And I was like... Batman was his eleventh studio album. How many fucking albums does this guy have? And well, that
2: was in nineteen eighty nine. Eighty nine. Yeah. Was,
1: was his eleventh album. Prince put out thirty nine studio albums in his lifetime. Thirty nine. We could do a podcast just on Prince albums, and it would take us a year to get through if we did it weekly. That's insane. That's so many. It's albums. Incredible. Like, uh, and it's, and it's one of those things where I
0: like the the range okay and that's one thing that kind of like in listening to this album there are just kind of like some sounds where it's not necessarily like you know an overall like 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 arrangement of a track that is like the same but there are sounds that are used kind of like what feels like through major sections of like a the prince discography that like mm-hmm. come up like early on, drop off, and then like you have like that that kind of like knocking or that like machiney, like like snare-ish hit that he uses. But they just make their way in and out, but like he cycles through them all the time and it's always fucking fresh. Even like, even the skippable things are pretty damn
1: good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Johnny, so that my experience with this album was really only being familiar with "Bat Dance." I I knew about "Bat Dance," and my brain—he did one song for Batman, and it was "Bat Dance." Kind of like you know, "Kiss from a Rose" was on what was it, "Batman and Robin" or something? But it was like it was like one song. I didn't know it was a whole album, and he even like was credited with parts of the score for this movie Mm -hmm. as well. Did you have any? Did you have any experience with this album, Johnny?
2: No, I had no idea that it existed i haven't seen this batman movie in uh i mean 20 years you know it's been oh yeah ages um and my my main experience with prince was i remember in like the 90s when he changed his name Mm -hmm. because of like the the label dispute and that was like a really big deal uh and then In, like, high school, I got really into uh, the album 1999, and I listened to that, like, all the time. Um, Yeah. And that's kind of it. And just, you know, here and there, like, there are other songs of his, like, that are fantastic that I've heard, but the bigger, you know, When Doves Cry, like, the bigger hits that I am aware of, you know?
1: What about Purple Rain? Were you guys, either of you Purple Rain fans?
2: Uh, I've never seen it, (laughs) if that's...
1: Okay, that's an answer
0: I, that's like I have not seen Purple Rain but I like I have found it it is on a hard drive and like it's like I but I have not seen it but like the album itself is fucking gorgeous are we cursing a lot in this
1: uh recording oh it doesn't matter yeah, oh, okay fine. Yeah, yeah it's, it's fucking fine.
0: gorgeous <laughs> uh
2: he he also had that great great Super Bowl performance yeah
0: mm. oh, oh which man was just unreal here's the thing Prince had, Prince had an amazing Super Bowl performance. Prince's background dancers had a transcendent Super Bowl performance. They did the full-ass choreography in heels on a slick-ass, like, platform, and not one person died. It was amazing. <laughs> Incredible. No, not one person died. They all died. Yeah, They <laughs>
1: all died. <laughs> just died right behind him as he's playing. Prince is just a consummate performer like he he is a stellar fan like watching prince is fucking electric i think he's like four foot ten he's jumping all around (laughs) he's he's fucking he's he's dynamite i he's so fucking good that alone makes me like a a, a prince a prince fan but i will say you guys should definitely watch purple rain yeah uh, because it is very good and it kind of made me wish the whole time I was I don't remember that Batman movie either. it's been so long since I've seen it. I remember um, uh, uh, Jack Nicholson being really like good and kind of scary in it uh, but I th- also like I'm 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 not into like the camp Mariah and I watched Batman and Robin recently and like I couldn't do it. It was like two and a half hours long and it was so campy and I was like I, I just it's not I can't this is not for me.
2: I think I would prefer this Batman to like the Dark Knight stuff because the Dark Knight stuff is too too, too fucking dark. serious for me. It's just like get get over yourself, Mister Batman. <laughs> uh, whereas this feels I like the camp. Also, it's wild to think that Michael Keaton a year before was Beetlejuice.
1: I know. <laughs> oh wow, that's that is wild. <laughs> <laughs> but what I was when I was watching these Prince videos and Prince is such a great performer and I loved him in Purple Rain. I was like. I wanted to see a Prince Batman movie yep. where like either Prince is Batman or Prince is the Joker or Prince is like a villain. But like, I don't know. I think that Prince, great fucking artist, should have made more movies.
0: Well, I mean, um, he, in in Party Man, like his whole aesthetic is, uh, the music video for Party Man, his whole aesthetic is mm-hmm. Two-Face. Um, and like, yeah. it felt like something that, I mean, I don't know how these how these decisions get made, but it's like that could have just been in, slotted in. Like, granted, like we have these movies now, the su- superhero movies, where it's like, all right, it's like eight super villains like that you have to tackle in an hour forty five minutes, which is like too much. But like that could have been like definitely like a B plot in there of of some kind. Because also, I mean, the the music video for Party Man is like super fun and like like it moves it bops and then at the end of it it's like oh oh it gets like oh yeah
1: yeah he like well <laughs> uh, yeah Tyler's opening this door and Yeah, <laughs> he's talking about party man which means it it is time and it must be time to start talking about this album uh in, in experiencing the the tracks of this album which we will now do for you so <laughs> It's a nine-track album. Johnny, do you know what it clocks in at? Like, 46, 47 minutes, something I like that? I don't
2: know the total time, but I'll tell you what. All the songs are pretty long.
1: <laughs> you got some long I mean, it's only nine tracks, and it's, like, above 40 minutes. So this is going to be... This is 42 a minutes. longer Thirty-one seconds. album. 42 <laughs> minutes. Yeah, nine tracks above forty minutes. That's that's kind of a long album. Um, you know, the nowadays you can do a pop music album, you can do ten tracks in like twenty two minutes, and people are like, "This is a good album length." Uh, but let's talk about it. So let's go into the very first song of the album. Um, one thing I will say about this album, as we as you experience it, a ton of clips taken from the movie. Um, and Prince never saw the final cut of the movie when he was writing this album. He only had like the dialogue cut, mm-hmm. so no FX, no any of that. And that's what he took all this audio from. Um, so there, there is a lot of that mixed in. Uh, this is track one. This is The Future. In the future and it works Move this life after we will see So I can't go like a jerk Yellow smiley off of me X. Like it's drinking 7 up. I would rather drink six razor blades Blades from a paper cut. You can't understand. I say too tough. It's just that I see the future boy, it's rough. I see the future and it will be. I see the future and it works. If there's life after, we will see. So you can't go like a jerk.
2: I love that the yeah, spooky little. Bring the uh, bells in. Yeah.
1: that part. Yeah, it's, it's also like very Batman.
2: Yeah.
0: Ah, that's so good. Um, so in in like the little bit of research I was doing about this album, uh, found out that like the he's these uh, I mean I think it's like credited in the 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 like the credits of the album but like the various tracks are supposed to be from like different points of view from the characters within the movie so the future is supposed to be from batman's perspective um which kind of makes sense it's like it feels like a little like brooding um a little haunting uh but it's it still has that like that fun drive
1: i i i really dig it it, it starts off as well with a, a, a line of dialogue where Batman reveals himself to a criminal and mm-hmm. says, I want you to tell your friends about me. Uh, I'm Batman. So it's like he, it is kind of like introduced as Batman. Yeah.
2: I'll tell you what. I, again, have, had not heard this album before this. When it opens with dialogue from the movie, I was shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is fucking wild. I am in for a trip.
1: Another little factoid that I uh, learned about this through research was the original concept of this, which was a Warner Brothers album. Mm-hmm. And also what's what's weird and tied up with this album is that Prince doesn't have like, or didn't have any of the royalty like rights to this or whatever. So he couldn't ever put any of these songs on his best of albums. It was all owned by Warner Brothers and they mm-hmm. kept control of that completely. This album originally was supposed to be a duet album between him and Michael Jackson. Yep. Where him and Michael Jackson would trade off tracks like and Prince was supposed to be playing the villain role and Michael Jackson was supposed to be playing like the Batman <laughs> role, trading off tracks together. Is that not why- Michael Jackson was too busy on tour to do it, but that is insane to me. Oh that's so my that's God. so wild.
0: Like that was um that it felt like something that th- it couldn't have happened. There's no way that like that would have like the star, every star would have had to be in, in line for like that to happen, and then if it were, were to happen, it's like, why waste it on a, a Batman album? I know
1: <laughs> you got two powerhouses, and it's all for a fucking Batman soundtrack. <laughs> do do they still like do this? Did they ever no, do,
0: the, do this dead. before? <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> like johnny doesn't know
1: <laughs> jbc oh, oh no <laughs> oh wait no. Both, both of them yeah that did robin <laughs>
2: <laughs> like i am aware of soundtrack albums and i'm aware of like uh mu- you know musicals where they have music but where where an artist will just like because most of these songs weren't even featured in the film really yeah but, they weren't from no. what i could tell they so like, it's just like what is what is this? What is this album?
0: Well it felt like it felt like um uh like it felt like something that kind of took place and maybe came about because like um John Parker Jr. had like the Ghostbusters theme like a little mm-hmm. bit earlier and it felt like a little bit of like a studio was like, hey, that was cool how can we do that but bigger let's let's add more cool people and then there's like we'll put prince and michael jackson together and like prince just didn't want to be bored that week is like yeah sure and michael jackson is like i take forever no um and it was just like one of those things where it just kind of came about where i don't know it felt like something like prince just used this as an excuse to make an album he already, he, there are like a couple tracks
1: in here that, that he had he already had made. There. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it also said uh, in the Wikipedia, it said that it took him six weeks to record this uh, album. Oh, okay. uh, From mid-February to late March. He put out an album in 88. This came out in 89. And he put out another album in 90. So I think Prince was just fucking cranking out albums anyway. This is his 11th album. It's like, when you write 10 albums, the 11th one, that can be hard. he
2: also have like, thousands and thousands of hours of material that oh. they just like found in his studio. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, after he died where it's just like, Oh, he just,
1: he, he just ha- couldn't not make music. I, I don't know where I heard this uh, little tidbit of information, but apparently in Prince's house, he had his whole house wired so that every room of his house touch button could record. So if he got inspiration oh, while wow. he was in this room, he could touch a button on the wall and sing something, or record something, or play something, and his his house would record it.
2: He recorded all the purple rain on the toilet.
1: Why wouldn't you? That's what the purple <laughs> rain is. And he went to a doctor, and he got checked out. Um, no, but 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 it, it it absolutely wild. But one thing that I will say is, I think that they used to do this for movies. Like I think that this. This is a thing that has fallen out of favor. I don't think they would ever get like Ariana Grande to do the next Transformers movie. Like I just don't think that, that that is a thing anymore because they know how to make money on these things now and it's not that way. Like they they have this down to a fucking science. They know the release schedule, they know how to make, well, not with COVID anymore because when you can't put them in theaters, they actually don't know how to make money. And the movie industry is very much struggling, but they know how to like market these things. But I think like, I know that queen did the Highlander soundtrack and they basically like sat down and watched the movie and just like wrote music to the movie. But, it, but, but
2: was it used as like the score?
1: Yes. Queen, queen did the, the score as well.
2: Okay. Cause that is, that feels different and more of a, thing that makes sense to me
1: yeah yeah i mean that this is this is weird i mean th- this is kind of i think what happens when you have like one company that owns everything if you mm-hmm. have warner brothers and you're like we have batman we have prince like we're just putting pieces of our empire together yeah you know i i just think that uh companies nowadays have gotten a little like more efficient at doing this in in ways that are like that don't just net you, like, this one weird Batman album that is like, huh? (laughs) But all that being said, I like the future. I think the song is fun. It's got that, like, oh, Mm -hmm. like, that vocal effect in it that is so fucking cool. I feel like I hear that,
0: like, I would go on, like, that sound, that sort of synthy vocal is, like, that would go on to be in, like, so many, like, playstation n64 soundtracks (laughs) that just patch um i don't know that that threw me back It's like oh my god of course of course like it's like driven and like put out there by prince um but yeah i really i really had a great time with this one
1: (laughs) I, i also love like systematic overthrow of the underclass hollywood conjures images of the past new world needs spirituality that will last like that's like the message of this like dystopian like I've seen the future, and that's the future. It's like, whoa, okay. <laughs> weird on you, Prince. Well, I mean, and okay,
0: I mean, if we're if we're just like talking about the lyrics, the the second verse, and this is something where it's like i i, I like I'm looking this up on other websites and kind of like, Reading other people's interpretations of this, but just the idea that this, there might be like a nugget of truth in this. Uh, the second verse yellow smiley offers me X. Now he's drinking seven up. I would rather drink six razor blades, razor blades from a paper cup. Can't, he can't understand. I say, uh, too tough. It's just like I've seen the future and boy, it's rough. That people like were saying that, like, hey, that's kind of like alluding to uh, a moment where like he takes X. Um, and, like, has a an experience and then wakes up the next day and calls Warner Bros and, like, gets them to pull his The Black Album. And so it's like, it just feels like this, to then take a Batman album and then just truly in the middle of it, just insert, like, a weird personal story of, like, how you took drugs. It's just like, it's not, it has nothing to do with Gotham City. It feels like dark and like, you know, he's like the, the imagery of like yeah. Razor Blades and things like that, but it's like,
1: this is just about you, Prince. <laughs> so much of this album has so little to do with Gotham City yes. that when things in this album do have to do with Gotham City, I'm genuinely surprised. Now, yes. you have songs like Batdance that is all about whatever, but like a lot of these tracks are just like Prince tracks that exist yeah, just, here. Just
2: like weird, like, um,. I feel like the the aesthetic for this movie is like, it's not quite dystopian, but it's like, it's like, you know, in movies usually dystopia is like in the future, so yeah. things are like weird. It's like a present day dystopia or something. You yeah, know? like it's alternate
1: like, reality dystopia type of thing.
2: Yeah, and that's that's kind of like the vibe of this album too.
1: I, I know it's this. Weird. This is also like an observation that is like totally unnecessary in a post chappelle show universe, but Prince is a very odd man and ha- has has a wild life, like has led a wild life, led a wild life. Did, did you, I don't know if
2: either of you are fans of the show New Girl, but I'm a big fan of the show New Girl.
1: I have seen a, a bunch of it.
2: And Prince, like, guest starred on an episode once. Wow. And apparently... It was because he just liked the show and called them and was like, I want to be on this show.
1: Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. That's so cool. <laughs> Prince is his own invitation anywhere. <laughs> that, yeah, that's true. I mean, and and also like, yeah, he just he just kind of like lived in Minnesota. Like famous people don't go live in Minnesota. Like that's not something a famous person does.
2: <laughs> Isn't Lizzo also from Minnesota?
1: Oh, is she? I don't I know. That could be true. I, thought, I don't know enough I about she Lizzo. Is. Well, by the time we do our Lizzo episode, Johnny, I will have researched it. The good sounds come from Minnesota. Uh speaking of good sounds, let's talk about this <laughs> next track. This is track two. Um, this is electric chair. Let's take a drive if
0: so we can make one.
1: So here we learned that Prince is guilty for all his future crimes. All my future crimes. the The future's already back.
2: I th- I think it's very brave of him to just straight up say I'm so horny <laughs> I should be murdered.
0: <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and and then also to like to for me the listener like hell yeah hell yeah yeah sure man's horny <laughs> lock him up. What else are you gonna do with him? <laughs>
1: What's What's wild to me now is like, especially like in in our... Uh, I guess this year when there was that, um, you know, explosion of outrage about WAP and then to go back and like listen to a Prince song from like 89... Like Prince has never done a single thing where he is on camera where he's not humping something. Like Prince is the most sexual artist in the history of the art form. And like, unless
0: he's giving an interview, if he's giving an interview, <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. If he's getting an interview, then he's just like very, very small, very contained, very like, very stoic and like thoughtful. But as soon as like, he's gets a spotlight, then it's just
1: like, uh, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. JPC. <laughs> he, 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 he has a line in this that says, my brain is jacking all over the place. Now. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he does say
1: that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean like here's the thing. I love Prince, RIP. I think maybe he should have been given the electric chair for being this, too horny back in 89.
2: <laughs> this this song was a little a little horny for me.
0: Uh, <laughs> no way. No. This is like this is one of those things where it's like, "Hey, Prince is this horny and also you're allowed to be this horny too." God bless. If you're this horny, then like more power to you. Everyone has the right to be this horny.
2: <laughs> I wish. I've never been this horny in my life. I wish it. Knew, I knew what it felt like to be this horny.
1: And, and, and I uh, to piggyback off of Johnny, I mean, I agree with you, Tyler. Like everyone has the right to be horny. I don't think anybody has the right to be this horny. I think this crosses a line. <laughs> When you're when you're jacking your brain all over the place and like this is this is right, the type of person back, who is yeah, so yeah. horny like I'll be talking to them and they'll be like they want to touch inside of my mouth and I'm like whoa hey too horny like also
2: <laughs> he's like he's like I'm dancing with your friend but the whole time my brain's jacking it thinking of you <laughs> yeah so he's like he's like dancing with someone else looking over her shoulder like looking, looking into your eyes like I not her you. <laughs> It
1: it's like it's like prince here buddy you are surrounded by beautiful women pick this one like even if it's just for tonight like let's just do one person tonight huh I can't do it Uh also you can you can
2: tell you can tell that he's too horny because he's he's gotten to the point where he can't even describe how horny he is like a human because yeah. he says uh, you whispered something. It took my mind out like a G flat major with an E in the bass, uh, and
0: that—that that is means that means nothing amazing. to me. That is amazing. Like that's like <laughs> that is. He's l- worked through all of the normal.
2: Like he's on such an elevated plane of horniness uh-huh, uh-huh. that he's like t- transcended
0: through all of the normal like ways to describe it but that's like something where i only kind of know what that means but i know like but to feel so like into anything that like the only way you can describe it is by expressing it through something else that you're so into where it's like truly a very small subsection of the population is going to like really understand that especially in a time when Google didn't exist, it's just like,
1: yeah. oh my... It's like, this is... This is, like, raw. Ah, I, I think that that there's that thing, like, that synesthesia where, like, yeah. you can, like, taste colors and stuff. I think that Prince can fuck music because I think that's... <laughs> he has whatever synesthesia is for the ability to have sex with music. I also think that maybe, like... Uh, you know, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it on the podcast. I believe in God. I believe that we were all uh, created. Uh, but uh, This is not a true belief of mine. I, I just want to be clear on being sarcastic. I think we are all created from a being uh, in the clouds who put us all together very carefully by hand. And I think when they were making Prince, they put enough horny in him for a much bigger man. I think that they were envisioning, <laughs> oh, yeah. this is the proper amount of horny for like a seven foot one 350 pound giant <laughs> of a man. And then he got this little Prince body with all that little horny in it and it's <laughs> bursting out of him. Which is why, which is why
0: when you see him perform live, he's got such huge shoulder pads. All right. Mm-hmm. That is like he's got the shoulder pads of like the appropriate amount of horniness, but just on his
1: <laughs> tiny little prince body. <laughs> but I, I love th- I liked this song a lot. I um I haven't listened to Prince in a while, so this was so refreshing to me, but the guitar solo. I mean, Prince fucking shreds, and he puts it everywhere. It's not like he picks one song to do his guitar stuff in. His guitar stuff is all over the place. Um, this song is also credited to the Joker, so it makes me believe that like Prince's Joker would have been an incredibly horny little Joker. Uh, <laughs> this song also has a false ending, which I don't think we've we've covered yet on the podcast, Johnny, a song with a false ending that stops... Starts again and then does a fade out. Listening to that, I was like, Johnny must be going mad listening to this part.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, you almost stuck the landing and then you had to come back and,
1: and do a fucking fade. Out.
2: And it's so it's so interesting for such a horny song to fade out because yeah. I feel like it would be boom. Definitive.
0: Yeah, hmm It needs a climax to it. But I mean that's just like it's it's telegraphing to the to us, the listener, where it's like, yeah. We're, we're out of time for this song but he's still gonna be horny when this song isn't playing
1: uh, so we're two tracks into the album we think that we maybe have found the horniest song uh, but we, we, well I mean it's a prince album so you really can't pick horniest when you've only listened to two tracks speaking of which though why don't we move on to track three uh, unless does anyone else have anything on this track no uh, let's let's talk about the arms of Orion. So, Arms of Orion. What do we think? Eh, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, this one doesn't. I, I wrote down <laughs> after listening to all five minutes of this that it didn't really do it for me. Yeah, <laughs> I think this was. Can I go? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead
0: go.
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna shock the world right now and say that I think this was my favorite track on the album. What? What? Yeah.
0: How?
2: I thought, <laughs> I, I <laughs> it, it, I'll say. It was too long. I'll say that for sure. It's about ninety seconds too long. Sure. But I thought this was a really nice, really weird little song. I'm floored. It it really got me. And straight up, when I I I have never done this. I mean, we haven't done that many episodes. I've never done this. But the first time I heard this song, I I sent it to Jessica, and I was like, I really like this song. I want you to listen to
0: it. (laughs) I am. Okay, that's very Shocked. sweet. That is very, very sweet. But also, I, 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 wow, I, I don't know if I
1: agree. <laughs> what did she say when she listened to it? She said, who is I this? I think it's
2: nice, too. <laughs> I think it's nice, too. I think this is a really nice little song. And, here, and my notes, I was taking notes like in real time the first time I listened. And I, my first note was like, this is not, this is not my deal. And then they started singing about all this weird space shit. And like, uh, I've been searching for a lover in the sea of tranquility. That was really like just funny and weird to me. And they won me back. And I was like, this is this is a good song. This is a good song for a first dance. I fucking love this song. I think it's great. And I think it's got a really nice, satisfying ending. Oh, my I, God.
1: The I ending love is- everything about this song. <laughs> i can't i I don't want to talk to you i don't want to talk to you for like five five more minutes johnny just be quiet for five minutes i don't want to talk to you tyler what did you think about arms of orion
0: um i it felt it felt like very i now man here's the thing i'm gonna say it but also like hey johnny i respect your opinion and like you totally you do you it just felt very cookie cutter i don't i wish i could cut his fucking (laughs) mic it felt it felt very like <laughs> to me like the this was like this was like Prince like two days before it's due and it's like i need i need to make something mm-hmm. and like he just flopped his hands down on the mm-hmm. keyboard he futzed around for like 20 minutes and then it's like okay well i guess that's it and like you know it is a functioning piece of music um but it it was just <laughs> i don't know Here's the thing, the guy, the guy can can do a lot, almost anything. This one, maybe just not for me. And uh, the ending, just it made me upset because it almost ended like three times, and then it just kept fluttering, and then it kept on fluttering, and then it finally resolved. And I was like, "All right, are we done? Okay, cool, fine."
2: (laughs) Yeah, I will say the like, if it if you took like the last five or ten seconds and then cut 90 seconds before that and then put those last ten seconds, like, you know, move them over, yeah. I think that that would really make this a perfect track <laughs> you, you guys can me.
1: see what I'm doing right now, but I have a whiteboard behind me with Johnny's musical taste on it, and I've erased everything I knew about Johnny because this is a ballad Johnny doesn't like. It's I way know. too long Johnny doesn't like. It's very, like, orchestrated very simply, and the lyrics are not very good. And so... And and I, I like Prince. I don't think Prince wrote the lyrics. That that it, this does not even sound like a Prince song to me. It really does not mm. sound like a Prince song to me. That that's maybe my problem. It's like where's everything that's Prince about this? Where's the screechy guitars? Like he's just like he's not even horny enough for this album. Like he he it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't say scream Prince to me. It screams this is a boring song that like anyone could have done or sung. The metaphor is so confusing because it's like is this about s- space or like a sea? Like, are they in Orion's Belt or like in a Sea of Tranquility? Like the Sea of
2: Tranquility is a play; it's a place on the moon. Uh, fuck off!
1: <laughs> I, I I'll cut your fucking mic, uh,
0: Tyler. You <laughs> were saying is. no. I, I think that um the at least from from the research I was doing um I think the the artist Sheena Easton wrote this song, gave it to Prince. Prince put music to it, and then they recorded it. Um, which I, that might explain a little bit for me why kind of to your point, JPC, it kind of felt like it was in some way, shape or form detached from like Prince birthing it to the world directly. Um, so
1: yeah, that's, that's, that's my thought on it. Uh, (laughs) (sighs) I, I mean... I well we we now we have an uphill battle uh, to go with the rest of this album but this is this is a skip for me. This is I I I listened to this maybe twice and I was like that may be the last time I ever listen to Arms of Orion. Prince yeah. has put out 39 albums. He's got to have better songs than this. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Speaking <laughs> of a better song, let's talk about track 4. This is fucking Party Man, which is what a name what a name for a song. <laughs> okay so <laughs> we got party man mm, boom boom party man's a fucking trip <laughs> the
2: this is this is like when i he, it's when i hear this song this is like quintessential Prince sound yep. to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got everything. It's got Batman dialogue. It's got. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, for real though, I think this is like, if if someone were to say like describe a Prince song, and I were able to describe music in any um, intelligent way, mm-hmm. I would describe this song.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm right yeah. there with you. That it it's it's. It just like sits in that that pocket of sounds that like that kind of just like make up a little bit of just like kind of like music in like the 80s in general, but also just like what Prince also employed a bunch. And it's just got this he's just like flexing on, it's like these 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 runs, the, the like the these belting high notes. And it's just like the the lines are not complex at all
1: but like they just really work <laughs> it's so fucking it sounds so fucking good too because it doesn't even matter like what he said because truly like it, and you have to watch the video for party man if you have not i, uh, I strongly encourage it because extended cut. this is a uh yeah this is a view of what i think a prince batman movie would have been yeah because yeah especially if he could have written it too because the song is called party man and it's like prince what is party man Party man? He a man who kill you with party. Like that's that's what he do. He party man, he kill you with party. And it's so it's so fucking simple and it works so well. And Prince is such a little like you know, I don't know, he's like chaotic. He, yeah. He's all over the place. He's yes. like he's dancing, he's singing, he's like spiking the water or, or turning it into a which alcohol. you don't
0: notice because you're too busy watching him dance and sing, which is why it works. It's yeah, like, which it's, is it's I, awesome. I think it's it's so trippy because I I watched I watched I listened to Party Man and then I watched the extended cut of Party Man and then I watched the scene in Batman where mm-hmm, the Joker mm-hmm. is sort of like like takes over and like kind of goes into the gallery and kind of just ransacks the place uh for a little while and they that's set to Party Man. So Oh, I got the shit. experience of hearing the song, hearing Prince's interpretation of like what a party man is, and it's like it's it's uh it's like like just jumping all over the place. It's dancing. It's it's like the sleight of hand and like switching bottles and like uh poisoning everyone. And then I get to see the movie interpretation, which is just like a couple guys like knocking over a statue, painting something, and it's like yeah. it feels very stiff comparatively and it's just like this is this is prince and this is everyone else
1: and like it was this great night and day moment to me can you imagine jack nicholson doing (laughs) everything that prince is doing in place (laughs) of i mean that to me would be absolutely fucking wild um but we didn't we didn't start with this but the video (laughs) like his henchmen break in and they're like All hail the new king in town. And everyone at this party is like, what the fuck are you (laughs) talking about? And it's like, the new king's name is Party Man. And they're like, Party Man. Are you insane? What's going on here? And then Prince starts to play, and everyone's like, "Hell yeah, Party Man! I'm into it. Immediately. Let's go! It's Party Man now. Party Man's the new king. We're all gonna die tonight. Woo! Party Man!" And it's like, I love that. I, I think pr-
2: based on the video, Prince is also the first man to drink Gamer Girl bathwater because there, there is the woman in the tub, and everyone drinks the poison from mm-hmm. her tub.
0: Very, very gross. Very, very gross. It's just like... But also, it's like one of those things where it's like, all right, Party Man is king. We do what Party Man says. Party Man wants us to drink bath water. No alcohol in it. Or if there is, it's very small. It's just Mm -hmm. a a tiny little vial's worth. But I'm just going to drink this because Party Man said so. And because it's just so infectious. I wrote down when I was watching... (laughs) I I wrote down... uh, There was a moment when he, like, jumps on the table... And like or jumps on the piano and then like strikes like does like a very quick like little once over of the piano. And I just wrote down, yes, I'm completely bought in. Did he write? Did he hit the right notes? I don't care because it's Doesn't just matter. like the the he's just such this feeling where it's like he can strike anything that he wants. And like it'll make the sound that it's supposed to make.
1: And he's party man. He's party, he's party man. man. He is party man. <laughs> Why wouldn't it work? Uh, I, I will say party man um Stand out my favorite song of the album. I pa- Party Man is a Party Man is a fucking jam. It's
2: between it's between this and Arms of Orion for me for best <laughs> track
0: on the album. Could it be more different? He psychs out he psychs out a monkey in the music video. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> he gives a monkey a banana and then the monkey peels the banana and it's a corner on the cob and it says psych on it and I'm like bravo.
1: <laughs> It's also it's also like the only song on this album that's an acceptable length for a song. It's 3 minutes mm, and like that's yeah. great. That's great. Fair.
2: <laughs> uh, uh there was one lyric that stuck out to me that as far as I can tell means nothing. Sure. But he says ain't nothing but a muffin uh we got a lot of butter to go. And <laughs> I I don't care, you Party know, man. because it's part <laughs> Party of Party man, man, bro.
1: Nah, it's just Party Man. We could spend a whole fucking two days talking about Party Man, but instead, let's move on. Wait, wait, wait. I, no, I gotta... Oh. I do have to, like, go back to...
0: And this is just, like, you know, this is just Prince Ed is horny, uh, and you know what? He 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 makes it work like no one can. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, what's the line? And if it break when it... And if it break when it bend, you better not put it in. Uh, giddy up. Ride him, boy. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> It's yeah. like I will never. I aspire to someday
1: be. <laughs> that's that incredible. There's also in this video. There's two beautiful women that seem to both be interested in Prince, and he's like, both. I choose both, and it's like, <laughs> fuck off, party band. Like,
2: well, he's got this. His suit is split in half. So that's true. Joker. Joker Prince takes one, and double fancy appetite. Prince takes the other.
1: <sighs> <sighs> okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 We Let's gotta go. cool off. Wait, I want to listen to "Arms of Orion" again just to get into worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, Let's move on. on. <laughs> Let's move on to track five. This is Vicky waiting. Okay. Woo! I love those little woos. Uh, That's that's Vicky waiting. Woo! Uh, I'm just gonna start adding little woos to everything that I say because I think that's such a fucking cool move. Woo! What do you guys think, Vicky waiting? What do we think? I think this is a. I think this is a great song to follow Party
0: Man because it's just like Mm -hmm. it kind of brings us back down to like a little bit of like terra firma. It's like okay, we can't we can't always be up here. Uh, I, I I I dig it. This one, this one, like apparently was written for uh, his girlfriend at the time, or one of the women he was seeing at the time, um, uh, Anna Fantastic. He wrote this and. What a name. Yes. (laughs) He wrote this and gave it to her for, I guess, her 18th birthday. And then at some point in time, he was just like, hey, actually, I'm gonna use this for the Batman soundtrack and I'm gonna change it to uh, Vicky. And also the woman who plays Vicky, I'm gonna date her too. <laughs> mm Hmm.
2: <laughs> I did a little research about Ms. Fantastic.
1: Uh-oh. Oh, I did too. And I, I will say that I loved this song. And then I read yeah. about this song, and then ruined this song. <laughs> for oh my me. God! So Johnny, take us home, please, please. And, and, and uh, it touches, it touches on exactly what Tyler was. Oh talking. no.
2: <laughs> yeah. So they apparently met at a concert when she was 17 Mm -hmm. and I guess started dating, but the respectful gentleman Prince is would, they would sleep in the same bed together, but he would refuse to take off his silky pajamas. So they would still like, I guess make out and shit, but they would not have sex. They would not take his, his, their clothes Mm -hmm. off and then like on her 18th birthday he gave her this song like a some like a sweater a bunch of like jewelry and stuff and then he was like okay you're 18 now we can fuck
1: which okay Let, and- i mean <laughs> all right so at the time by the way at the time he's he's prince and he's 32 years old i'm i'm 31 right now i'm about to turn 32 um that that is a hell of an age difference now, did he have sex with a seventeen-year-old? No, I he didn't. I guess does he deserve anything for that? I no. don't think so. No. Like, <laughs> he, but but just like just the the idea that I guess when I did read that story, I was like, well, I mean
0: that that kind of like brings up this uh, uh one of the like the undercurrent and like problematic and conflicting things about just like just the the. Prince in general, because as much as like a musical savant as he was and how amazing he is to watch, like there was a lot of like grooming and uh, just like, you know, I guess lines that aren't necessarily crossed, but definitely like walked up to. And it's like there's power uh, being flexed in a lot of different ways, which is uh, it's real and it's not
1: it's not it's not great. um, which does I definitely think that this this is a just a story that highlights m- one of many, 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 many inappropriate things that Prince did in his career. Now, there's also, like, you know, there's the separating the art from the artist thing, uh, which is a topic of conversation that uh, I don't think that we've ever really truly addressed uh, here. But, you know, it is it is like something that's up for debate. We talked about Michael Jackson. Like, are people able to still enjoy Michael Jackson's music? You know, knowing what people know about him now, can people watch Woody Allen films? Like that. Th- this is a subject of uh, of debate. But I think the thing that is not up for debate is that like, ugh, like <laughs> yeah. this is creepy. Like she's seventeen. Like you're thirty two. Fuck. I don't even think I could have a like,
2: I mean, not that this is maybe what they were interested in, but I don't think I could even have a conversation with a 17 year old unless we're literally talking about like, oh shit, you like Pokemon too? Unless it's something that's very like, like a very specific interest that we could talk about. I don't think I could just, like, shoot the shit with a 17-year-old. I
1: I think that I could have a conversation with a 17-year-old. I think I could even have a conversation with a uh, a 17-year-old of a different gender than me. I just think it would have to be through some sort of, like, big brother, big sister program where Mm. it is acknowledged, Mm. I'm an adult and you're a child and that is the... And would you like some mentorship? Like, maybe I could help you do mentorship. But that's not what this was. Like, yeah, anyway, so... I mean... But that kind of
0: goes back to like the the notion of like because like the grooming thing where it's, and this is yeah, the grooming yeah because that that is okay all right
1: well I mean. <laughs> either way if we're if we're divorcing that from this song i think that this song and the song my mom's name is Vicky too so we've got like 30 layers going on with this <laughs> as well but i thought that this song was really good i i hated what it was about and that it was based on a true story i just want to i want prince to exist in a world where like he's a fictitious person doing all of these things and it's like a comic book character but it but i did i did like the song has like a funky groove to it um it's 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 like it's slow and sweet in the way that I didn't think Arms of Orion was because it still has a very prince vibe to it it's still dry there's
2: there's a really cool sound in it. The part of this sounds like it's like that boom, 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 boom. There's like that that mm-hmm. bendy note. And it reminds me of something, and I can't put my finger on it, but I feel like it's a video game or something that I've played where, like, that little <laughs> riff just sounded so familiar. And I was trying to find if, like, something sampled it or something because it, it, I had never heard this song before, but that riff was just, like, I don't know. It just stuck with me in a way where it felt like I had heard it before. It feels like some kind of water level. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it feels like a – and it feels – if I had to put a, a series, it would be Sonic. This felt like a Sonic water level. <laughs> By the way,
1: Johnny, eventually uh, we should do, it's pro- this is probably uh, verging into Patreon content, but Sonic Adventure Battle 2, there is a whole album that was made for that uh, CD, including three tracks where Knuckles raps. Um, and so we should definitely have to review that at some point.
2: We should have pranks on for that because he's, Oh yeah, he's
1: the Sonic man. <sighs> and I, trust me, I mean, I know every word to those Knuckles raps. I fucking Aquatic Mind, Pumpkin Hill, let's go. Uh, we should
2: also do... Uh, there, It is very... It's essentially been confirmed that Michael Jackson did the soundtrack to, I think, Sonic 3. Okay. Like, uncredited. Yeah, I know.
1: Sorry, Tyler, that you're sitting here for uh, Johnny's uh, and I's business meeting, but we, we, don't, we have no other time to do it, so we have to do it. Uh, speaking of something that we have to do, let's please... <laughs> Let's please just move on. Uh let's go into track <laughs> 6. Track 6 this is Trust. Okay. All right. What do we think about
0: trust? Dig it. Uh, I guess yeah. it was. Uh, it was kind of supposed to be like modeled after "Baby I'm a Star" because um, mm-hmm. they wanted that sound in the film, and it's like, oh yeah. So this is this is kind of what "Baby I'm a Star" would f- feel like uh, in a different context. With <laughs> it just it it just it still works. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, this song is, like, upbeat, and it's fun, and it's kind of funky. I It, it was written specifically for this movie, specifically for that scene, because Tim Burton had that other song, Baby, I'm a Star, in its place. But, like, and then he had a, he did another song, and Tim Burton's like, no, 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 I want it to be just like this. So he basically wrote it, but what, this song has nothing to do with, like, Batman. Like, I, I felt like if a song was specifically written for this Batman movie, Prince would, like, throw in more Joker and Batman stuff, but it's not. It's just, like, a fun... <laughs> Prince song, I didn't but know what how, to do with this. How weird would it
2: be like this song plays in the movie when Joker's doing stuff and then Prince is like Joker's running through the <laughs> town, Joker?
1: You know, like that'd be fucking <laughs> wild. Yeah, that's true. That would be wild. <laughs> when
2: I was listening to this song, I was like, how 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 nuts would it be if this was not a Batman soundtrack album? But Prince was just a really big fan of, like, the huh. movie and just wrote this album. He was like, I love Batman. I'm just going to write a Batman album.
1: <laughs> I, like, I mean, that is a possibility because that kind of feels like what happened. I Kind of, yeah. yeah.
0: Now, like, I, No one would bet an eye. <laughs> bat. There it no is. No one would bat a man. There it is. Thank you. You wouldn't bat a man. You wouldn't download a
1: car. <laughs> uh, okay, so i mean that's trust i i like trust it's like it's it's funky it's groovy but it did i don't know what it was doing on this album like i feel like trust could have been on any prince album yeah which is maybe why uh it just still works <laughs> yeah that's true um okay well, let's let's move on let's go to track seven this is going to be called this is lemon crush I want to do without you, ain't no doubt about you, let's go and shout you,
2: let's go and shout yo
1: I have a game. I have a game that if you're listening at home, that you can play with your friends. Now, if your friends have not heard uh, this album or this song, I want you to go up to your friend. I want you to say, "Did you know that in 1989, the Soda Crush came out with a lemon version of Crush, and they hired Prince to do a theme song for it, 20 second jingle, and this is what Prince put out, and then played them this song, Lemon Crush." Because it kind of does sound like it could conceivably be for a soda commercial. And when your friend, when they've listened to all four and a half minutes of this song or whatever, (laughs) and they're like, that's wild. That was a Crush commercial? Be like, no, I'm just fucking with you. That was on the Batman soundtrack. (laughs) (laughs) It's the second (laughs) soft drink
2: he's (laughs) referenced in the album. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Apparently, Lemon Crush was Anna Fantastic's favorite drink. Yeah.
0: Wild. 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 I mean, the... I mean, it's it's. I think uh, in this one, I got maybe borderline a little like too much of like the the prince chorus saying just like a little bit the the, the word like lemon crush started to wear on me by the end. Maybe it's because like that's twenty percent, thirty percent of the words.
2: <laughs> yeah, this one was like fun and and. Fun, but it it did feel a little samey
1: to me. It's yeah. just kind of like okay, like lemon crush. Well, yep. lemon crush. The words lemon crush. Like if that was Anna Fantastic's favorite drink, fine. But that means nothing to ninety eight percent of people. So to say it this much in the song, I'm like the only thing that it's like lemon crush. Ooh, it goes right through me. I'm like, are you pissing, crush? Is that what this song is about? Like, so I it, I like the song. It sounds fun, but. It did. Get, it did. Wear it, wear, wear it on me is a great way to put it. <laughs> I
2: th- I think there's also because he says I'm 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 trying to find. Let me find the lyric. I'm like trying to find another name for your lemon crush or something yeah. like that, which makes me feel like it's not about the drink, you know. Uh, yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm running out of things to call your lemon crush. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is uh this this discussion has been like a full journey because now I'm on the point. Now I'm reaching this point. I'm like. Oh man, was Prince too horny? No. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. I'm, I'm telling you guys he may have been. He, he may, may have been. been.
2: He warned us. He warned us on the second track. I didn't Look, listen. I'm going to commit I'm going to commit so many mind sex crimes. Throughout the rest of this album, you should kill me now, uh, and yeah. it's our fault for keep for continuing to listen.
1: Prince was like Prince is like I I'm so horny I should be in the electric chair. We we're like, oh Prince, yeah, you're so horny you should be like, electric- <laughs> go on, you horny little imp. And he's like, no, seriously, I think I want to fuck a 17 year old and a 32 year old man. We we're like, yeah, you should be you should be in the electric chair. We do now agree that you should be in the electric chair. <laughs> I see
0: it now. I see it now. <laughs> uh,
1: I've, seen the, well. I've seen the future and it's.
0: rough. I've seen the future
1: and it's wow, does not Prince. treat you well, Prince. okay let's talk about track eight this is (laughs) this is track eight uh funnily enough it is named scandalous oh it's all it's all crystallizing
0: You ever dreamed of willing to be? Tonight is gonna be scandalous. Cause the night is gonna be a fantasy.
1: I really love that, like, that, like, synthy whistle sound. Yeah, was that
0: a theramid? Feels
1: like a theramid. Like <laughs> a theramid. It's like almost out of place. <laughs> Whatever he's doing with synthesizers is it, it works. I love this song. I mean, he's he's in the falsetto, like he's belting it out. He, it's like let's skip all the foreplay. Let's be scandalous. I, I, this is like a fuck jam for sure. Oh, Oh, one hundred kids put this one on your playlists. <laughs> the, this one, the there were
2: there were there was a point in this song when there were just little sex noises in it.
1: Oh yeah. And he making them.
2: hmm Yeah. This to me was another one where I was like, is this too horny? And here's the thing. In my notes, I wrote that it's not a fun kind of horny like Darling Nikki, which I didn't re-listen to, which is maybe not a fun kind of horny. But in my head, that's like a fun horny song. And this was just like, this is a song that he wrote and recorded and listens to while having sex.
1: Sure. Sure. Well, well, I think the difference here that I, and the reason why I think that this is the hornyness and this one is okay is because it's a slower song, and I think mm. slower songs are allowed to be super, 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 super horny. But when you're doing like fast, frantic, horny stuff and you're you're jacking your brain all over the place, I'm like, whoa, like slow it down like put me in a horny sexy mood like don't don't go crazy prince
2: (laughs) yeah the horny the horniness and the the chaotic energy is a a dangerous mix
0: chaotic horny is yeah
1: that's That's princess alignment alignment. yeah
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) we found it did you
2: did you all watch the video for scandals i did not yeah it's it's Prince doing like sexual Tai Chi in front of a microphone for the duration of the song, and which it is works.
0: a long song. It's, but also it's like it's one of those things where it's like it's just it's just Prince, a red suit, a microphone, and like three or four different camera angles. Every now and again, like you kind of get this like after effecty, um, or like echo. You see like echoes of of Prince, and it's just him just just spinning, feeling. It's it, it's it's good. I like it works for me.
1: Prince, Prince is like, hey, I'm gonna do a, a a song. It's called Scandalous. It's a fuck jam. It's one of the sexiest songs of all time. And they're like, great. What do you want the video to be? Just me, <laughs> just me and a microphone. Really? Because every other one of your videos that's not even about hoardiness has like eight women in it that are dripping all over. He's like, not scandalous. Five <laughs> minutes, Tai Chi. this song did have a fade out
2: which is the least the least horny way to end a song
1: in my opinion Mm. um okay well you know we've we've listed our opinions of the first eight tracks but now we have to talk about it we have to talk about track nine this is this is the song this was a big hit song from this album Mm. this album was like number one for like six weeks and it's because and this was the single yeah this is a little song called bat dance
2: everybody
1: bad
0: dance (laughs) yes
1: Keep keep busting keep busting He's working in, like, pieces of other tracks into this song as well. Yeah, I think that was very fun. Yeah. Um, the the one part that I would also like to go to uh, real quick. So that's, like, the, the kind of close to the beginning. You have to watch this video. It's truly really wild. But let's, let's listen to a little bit more where we're, like, three minutes into the song now. And this is where the Vicky Vale part comes in.
0: She is great, isn't she?
1: Like this. Such an interesting choice to include uh, Kim Basinger just absolutely screaming "Bloody Murder" <laughs> in any uh, super popular pop song. All right, what are, what are our thoughts about "Bat Dance"?
2: This song's wild. Yeah, talk about chaotic.
1: Yeah, it's it's like I mean, it, you
0: could have broken it up and it had been like at least two different songs because like at one point it just like stops and like becomes something completely different which you know it i get it but it's like okay this is uh you can just separate your different
1: thoughts prince um yeah but if you're gonna give me a six minute song i don't want it to be the same song like yes put three I guess, songs in a six minute song well don't don't give me a six minute song that's the moral
0: that's,
1: <laughs> yeah It's so wild that this was so popular. There's so many guitar solos. There's you know, the the video's super wild too, because it's like choreographed groups of like Mm -hmm. Batman dancers, Joker dancers, and Vicky Vale dancers and and all very blonde.
2: Everyone is is very blonde. Batman Joker Two Face. Uh Uh-huh. And it, it, the video reminded me of the video, the Daft Punk video, for around the around world. The world.
1: Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that I'm sure that Around the World took something from Batdance. They must have. They must have seen something about Batdance because it was very similar.
2: Particularly when the Vicky Veils walked in, I was like, "Oh, this is this is Around the World."
0: Well, I think that the because uh, in my in my reading, like, because we were talking about like how at one point maybe it was slated that MJ would be a part of this. And so in the stuff that I was like researching, they were saying that when Michael Jackson was like no longer confirmed, then Prince was like, all right, I'll just do it. And so then he creates this like alternate character called Gemini, which is supposed to be half, half Batman, half Joker. And then I feel like in Party Man, I don't get a sense that it's Gemini, but in, in, bat dance, I was like, oh, okay. This is like, he's playing both roles, and it just kind of leads to this, like, this this, t- like, toggling back and forth energy throughout the whole piece, which is interesting. It's a little, like, much, but, like,
1: yeah. It's just he's like a also choice. Mm-hmm. playing this third character, which is this, like, control center musician prince who, yes. like, is, like, that is more like the prince of the time. And then, I mean... It's fucking... This song is bonkers. It's so wild.
2: Watching the video, especially, my thought was like... Okay, if, if this... If this video is, like, funny, then it's hilarious. And if this video is serious... It's insane and bad.
1: <laughs> but
2: and I, I need to know what he was thinking when he made it.
1: I think that is definitely Prince's entire vibe, though, because mm. that's, what, that's what his shit is. Like, if it's serious, what is this? Because it's very funny, but is it serious? And you don't ever really know with him. I, I just yeah. don't think you know.
0: Well, yeah. I, I think it's just like the level of commitment that someone is able to put into a body of work, no matter what it is. Like, and this felt very it felt just goofy, fucking goofy at times, but like everyone has just like a straight face and is so committed to it, where it's like, who thinks this is goofy? Do I Because I definitely think this
1: is goofy? And did people in 1989 think it was goofy or That's know? the
2: that's the other thing is it's really hard to understand what was going on in 1989 in general. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I I couldn't tell you. I was I was I was uh just born. I was born at the tail end of 88. Just um, missed it. So so I just <laughs> just missed Bat Dance. But mm-hmm. I I want to say I can't say for sure if this song is good or bad. It's very interesting, but what I will say is of all the songs, individual songs that I, we have reviewed on this podcast, I don't think there's a song that I would recommend you watch the video for more. This <laughs> oh, no. This is maybe necessary. Like, stop what you're doing. Stop. Do, come back and finish the podcast, but like, watch it immediately because it is a trip. Also, everybody
2: in the Bat... Everyone dresses Batman when they come up and just sing Batman together.
0: That fucking got me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Batman... <laughs>
0: It was it was pretty it was pretty intense. Like now I'm thinking about it like is Prince like I don't know. I don't know when the character of like Oracle or or someone like came into like the Batman like Oh, I don't know either. world, but like that kind of felt like was Prince in the booth surrounded by keyboards like watching all the action going on like on the stage lower. That felt like Maybe a little bit of like an oracle moment where just yeah. like observing and seeing this character do what they do. I don't know. Now like, and then it's just like I just
1: don't know how much I should be reading into this. Was Prince like like secretly a huge Batman fan? <laughs> like loved the comics, was so into I I wouldn't be say. surprised. I nothing would surprise me about this, dude. But
2: what would surprise you more? <sighs> If, if he was the fucking biggest Batman fan, he had a room of Batman memorabilia, read all the comics, whatever, or he had never heard of Batman.
1: <laughs> I Dude, this is such a hard thing because I don't think either would surprise me at all. I, here's the thing. The one that I think would truly surprise me the least... Is if he had a whole wing of his house devoted to Batman, and I was like, hey, Prince, I came over and I was in your Batman wing, and he goes, who? And he didn't know who Batman was. He had like a whole Batman part of his house, and he had no clue who Batman was. Like,
0: I would be like, he's perfect. He thought of the character of Batman independently. <laughs>
1: and this is basically on just one war? to one. <laughs> oh. uh, okay, well, we, we've talked a lot about this album. Um, but now it's time for, and uh, this is as much for Tyler as it is for fans of the show or, or, or new time listeners, every, at the end of every episode, we, Johnny and I have a sacred quest. And our quest as the BillBuds is to rank our top 100 albums of all time. So we have to ask ourselves, would this album appear on our personal individual BillBuds top 100s? And if so, what number uh, ranking would we give this album? So Tyler, since you're a guest um, and uh, to uh, alleviate pressure from Johnny and I, we will start with you. Do you think that this album, Batman, nineteen ninety nine by Prince, would appear on your top 100 albums of all time? And feel free to talk it out. Uh, okay, so the the first question is: Is it on 100 at all? Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. if if so, you have to pick a spot for it. It's relatively lower pressure for you since you're probably not going to be guesting for 100 episodes. Yeah, you'll never see me Johnny again. And I the pressure is on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I.
0: One, I like. I don't think that this would make. I don't know if this would make my list. And if it does, it's like, you know, it's 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 like low. It's like eighty, eighty plus. Um, or high up on the list. Mm. Um, let's see. Honestly, I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think it's on there. It's like it's. Hey, thanks for like great. I mean, that makes sense. Cool effort, but also like, I, I and also like, I haven't, I haven't, you know, chronicled all the, the albums I listen to, but I think we could top Batman.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, my thought is that this album is like, it's good. It's, it's like funky, it's a, it's a a representation of Prince in a moment of time. There are songs on this album that I think are genuinely really good. I think Party Man is like a very fun song, but Prince, you know, when you put out 39 albums and you cranking out an album a year, they're not all going to be like 100% winners. And I think that this is, this is also like a theme album. It's written for the movie Batman. Yeah. So would I recommend this album? Yes, I think you should definitely listen to this album. Am I putting it on my top 100? I got to say no. I, I think I don't think Batman is going to hit my my top 100 uh, as well. Johnny, what do you got?
2: Uh Yeah. I mean, it's I think that I would be surprised if a Prince album doesn't wind up on my top 100. Amen. Oh. Yeah. But it's not it's not going to be this one. It's just <laughs> not going to be this one.
1: Wow. So so Prince's Batman strikes out for the Bill Buds, but worry not. We must cover some other Prince album in the future, uh, but Johnny, would you still recommend that people listen to this album? Oh my God, yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, for Arms of Orion alone. Oh God, Shut up.
1: Oh, God is Mike. <laughs> uh, I will edit that out, Johnny. I will edit that. I will edit out the whole. I will not even. People will not even know that Arms of Orion is a track on this album. That whole <laughs> thing is getting stricken from the record. Um, Tyler, thank you so fucking much for joining us. We 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 loved having you. Uh, I, I Tyler did more research than I did. He was so well prepared for this show. No, man, it was just, I fell down a rabbit hole. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I mean, I'm also just like <laughs> obsessed with that, with this, this thing that is Prince.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tyler, do you have anything that you would like to plug here at the end of the show? Um.
0: Hey, if uh, you're if you're trying to get into an actual play podcast, uh, I'm on a show with Johnny uh, Skyjacks. It's really great. We are chugging right along. Um. Uh. Outside of that, oh, listen to the Devil's Daughter. I'd say it's
2: gotten a lot better in the last like year or so. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, check out the the Devil's Daughter podcast or podcast network. They do a lot of A lot of different podcasts, and uh, they're all super dope. Uh, Outside of that, just uh,
1: that's it. That's all I got. (laughs) Cool. Uh, Johnny, anything from you? Nah. Yeah, you know where to find us. And if you uh, if you like the show, leave us a rating or a review. Go on to uh, Patreon. We have a Patreon. We have a weekly or bi-weekly bonus apps in the Patreon uh, where we cover things that are like very pop music adjacent. That's patreon.com slash billbudspod. Uh, it's a pay what you want or what you can uh, system. So uh, the minimum payment is $1, but if you have a buck and you want to join and, uh, and throw it in there, it's fun. We have a Discord community. We talk in there. It's it's all kinds of great stuff. But you know you know all about that because we've mentioned it on the podcast before, so for now, we tip our Batman masks to you, and we wish you a fond farewell. Who said bats? Oh, uh, we just... Uh, fuck it, sure. ah, I'll, I'll keep money. that in. <laughs> <laughs> Hands up for them real ones, them good girls, and them bill butts. Real, the real ones.